Hello, I'm Matthias Carnero, host of the Controller Disconnected podcast. It's a little show I make by myself where I talk about whatever games I've been playing recently and other subjects related to games as well. Sometimes I even do movie reviews just to shake things up. If you enjoy listening to my weird accent, episodes are released every week wherever podcasts are sold. Well, actually, podcasts are free, but you know what I mean. to go you guys ready to go yes yeah all right hello and welcome to the next to nothing podcast a podcast for gamers on a budget i'm just now looking at my notes and somebody did like intro and then like wrote shame all over the uh all over the outline oh, i think that was from last week i didn't notice it last week i noticed it this week so hello and welcome to next to nothing a podcast for gamers on a budget i am your host danny k with me as always um my partner in crime mr green elite how you doing i'm doing fantastic how are you danny i am great uh we were talking a little bit before i'm in the post avatar depression I finished Avatar The Last Airbender again for like the third time because it's now on Netflix. I did it in just over 72 hours and I am now sad <laughs> because I want more. I, yeah, and you just can't go to like the M. Night Shyamalan movie or Legend of Korra to get that itch like scratched. Yeah, because it's just not the same. Yeah, It'll well, never be the same. I think I'm actually probably going to get the... I'm going to probably start reading the comics. I haven't actually read the comics. Um, I haven't either, so. Uh, my other co-host, Mr. Revsven, is with us this week as well. How you doing? Sorry, we got sidetracked with the uh, Avatar The Last Airbender conversation. Yeah, I was just going to say that, I mean, if, if you're looking to get that itch scratched and you go to the M. Night Shyamalan movie, it's like being scratched with an open razor blade that's made of rust. It's That's a horrible try to even, you're going to come out way worse. Anyways, I'm doing good. I hope uh, I hope y'all are doing doing good as well. Aside from the the Avatar depression, yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty well. Uh, with us this week, our special guest, Mister Viva Pinata. Viva, how you doing? Good. I'm very curious about this. I, I I'm gonna be honest. I haven't went, really went through the whole entire series of the Airbenders. I kind of like stopped at some point. I forgot where. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm curious now about the sad thing you're talking about. Oh, it's just it's to me. I just want more. So so, so many oh. sad parts though. It, it, yeah, uh, there's there are legitimate parts that make you tear up a little bit. Um, so Viva, for those who don't know who you are and what you do, why don't you tell the kind folks out there uh, all about yourself and where people can find what you do? Um, um, I am a content creator so i i try to put as much as i can through obviously through twitch i did at one point through mixer and youtube and um really i try to play anything i uh i that tickles my fancy or i find interesting i'm not as indie as a uh, rev but i i do love indie games so you'll see me once in a while play some something weird um a lot of people like to I like to play a lot of emotional, story-driven games, uh, so stuff that really hits the heart, and uh, kind of similar to Airbender in a way. So, 
and uh, you can find me at twist.tv forward slash Viva Pinata 900. Cool. And how about and, uh, some other socials? Twitter, Instagram? Uh, Twitter is Viva Pinata 900, and I think Instagram. I'm going to have to probably get back to you with that because I think I just changed it just recently. So uh, I'll probably have to get back to you on that one. But yeah. Instagram is Viva Pinata TV. That's it. Awesome. So check him out there. Of course, as always, there'll be links in the description of the episode if you're watching or listening uh, at a later date. And uh, Mr. Green Elite was very kind and got a shout out to him uh, there in the live chat. So make sure you guys drop him a follow. Check him out on all the socials. And uh, I think there's only one other thing that we need to mention here before we really start the show. Um, we are still sponsoring SWA Motorsports Racer Dead Shatter and Zero as he hits the track in the Outsider Racing League. Watch him rep the Next to Nothing podcast logo Saturdays at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the SYM underscore TV. That's Sim TV YouTube channel. Links are in the description of this episode as well. Of course, if you guys are new to the show, welcome. We appreciate you guys for joining us or uh, taking the time to watch and listen on your own time. Uh, if you guys like what we do here, make sure you guys drop a like, maybe subscribe to the YouTube channel if you guys are watching on YouTube. Um, or the best uh, best way to help us out or to uh, support the show, tier one way to support the show is by telling your friends. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate all of that. And I think it's time for us just to get right into the show. What do you guys think? get in there all nice and deep like all right so we talked about season five for apex dropping last week it's been a week since it dropped uh so let's just kind of talk about some thoughts and opinions on on the new character how the map the map redesign has been um all that stuff uh i'll kind of let green and viva or actually we'll, we'll let our guests go first uh viva what do you think yeah. about season five? So far, so good. Um, I I would say so far with the season, it's uh, a lot of changes. Um, obviously with the map and the new character and the changes with the whole meta, um, in general. Like so, you have obviously you got uh, changes with. Uh, why am I blanking on this name? God dang it. Um. Not Pathfinder. Got to rework. Mirage, yes. So yeah. the whole rework with Mirage, uh, almost completely a different character from before, for the most part. Um, and obviously, one of my favorite things about the season, which a lot of people, I don't know, not really seeing, is the interactions and the st- how story driven this season is. It's very, very story driven. I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Yeah, a lot of the the, the storytelling uh, this this season is taken up several notches. Um, I really appreciate a lot of the storytelling what you're doing with this season. Um, so yeah, you're mentioning Mirage uh, Green. You you're a Mirage player. How are you liking the Mirage uh, yeah. update? Um, I've been enjoying it. He he's definitely a lot more versatile now, and that's what I like about him the most. Um, and I can't really say that I'm like main Mirage. Like, let's be honest, Loba's my Loba's pretty much my new main. But Mirage, like the the working around his uh, regular Q ability, uh, 
now you can control it um, and stop controlling it and recontrol it however you want to. So it'll essentially you you set it out and then you activate the control and it'll mimic exactly what you do. Um, I found that very handy. Um, and then the alt, when you alt, you don't just go invisible for a really long time and then those like nine or so of copies go out and stay there. They mimic you as well. Um, <clears throat> which it becomes extremely confusing in fights. So you got to be really eagle-eyed on which one is the real one and which one isn't. Uh, because like you could be shooting, you shoot, you could be having a guy looking at you and looks like they're about to shoot you. And then the one right next to him is the one that actually shoots you and you get messed up. So um, it, it's been super fun to use them. Um, as I said, Loba is really fun as well, especially for strategic like moving. But uh, yeah, I, I, I dig it. I, I love the workaround. Um, he also goes invisible when you res someone, which becomes super handy as well, um, as well as when you actually call in like a, a revive. So that's badass as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, I mean, we were talking about you love Loba so much that she's now your new main. Uh, Viva, how much time have you gotten on Loba? I haven't had any time on uh, Loba. I can just tell you honest, she's really I, annoying to fight. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I uh, I got a decent amount of time. Um, I like I like her kid a lot. Um, my thing with Loba is the um that kill that kills me because you want to use her uh, uh her active i forgot what you call it the, the tactical ability where you throw her ring and teleport her that three second animation after you get out of it can ruin you big time if you kind of if you're in a in a rush so i'm kind of like training myself in a way to not just throw it panicky and not think about what's in the other side of that ring. Um, so that's that's one thing I'm trying to learn with, with her, but um, obviously another character that can get uh, get high ground besides Pyfander and, uh, to an extent, uh, Octane. But um, I, like, I, like, I like the ability to be able to kind of just, you know, fling yourself, um, you know, 30 feet in the air and then go and get high ground almost instantly. Um, without you know, you know, think of the eye type of thing, and I see that a lot of people don't use uh, her abilities when it comes to like the staff. Uh, her uh, what was it? The black market boutique, boutique, something like that. Yeah, yeah, black yeah. market boutique, boutique. Yeah, and I see people don't really. Uh, that has a very short cooldown, and I don't see a lot of people using it. And I, I'm also guilty for this too. Um, it's kind of something you kind of just want to like take advantage of as much as possible because, you know, especially if you rotate quite a bit, you know, you can just kind of take advantage of it. Um, I had several situations where I was actually matched up with a Loba and we were being like a top three situation and we're surrounded by the ring and it's so small, we have no heels. And then for a second there, I'm like, wait a minute, use your staff. And she would put the staff down, and we would end up grabbing a red shield or a red evil shield from someone, and then you would win the game because we just wished and they didn't have it. So situations like that is to teach, you know, I, obviously it's a new character. Um, I think uh, it's just it's just a matter of learning more and more with her, and you know, 
not getting distracted by the beauty that she is. You know, other than that, there. <laughs> she's uh, she's bad. There's lots. There's lots of thirst for Loba. Lots of thirst. <laughs> yeah. She is dummy thick. Mm. Her skins are awesome. I love her skins. Mm. Great. Even the uh, basic ones too. Yeah. Um, Padre, have you uh, had a chance to play season five yet? No, I, Viva keeps telling me to update it so we can play, and I keep forgetting because I was too busy playing another game we're going to be talking about later in the episode. Uh, but I have been watching some gameplay footage on it, mm-hmm. and it seems like uh, by the time, like when people start really learning the character, she's going to have to be like a mainstay of the of a surviving team towards the end. You know, I mean, like like Viva said with the uh, like the looting of the the Red Evo shields and whatnot. It's it it's going to be highly important to have a good Loba on your team. Um, I always thought myself that uh, coming in before this happened, that it was always important to have like a good lifeline or somebody who could just heal you on the spot, you you know, just in case you can't find stuff. But it seems like now that that's going to take that completely out and everybody's going to need a good Loba. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, she's hot. (laughs) (laughs) I do have to say about her her ability though is when you first like start using it it can be extremely disorienting after you do like your first couple tosses of the the queue and teleport to like wherever you're at like I I felt sick the first time I did it because like one moment the screen was one way and then like everything changed and I didn't know where I was uh, so that's something you had to get really used to really quick. Yeah. Um, so talking about the changes to the map, how are you guys feeling about the removal of Skulltown and uh, some of the other stuff to Kings Canyon that, they, that they've done? Okay. Um, I'm so sad. <laughs> personally, well, the, thing, the reason why I say I love it is because now there's a lot of areas that are similar to that. Like, you know... Almost anything can be a skull town at this point because they're, they're so. I forgot what's the name of that area. That big ass dome that's just full of like, um, areas. I forgot what it's, I forgot what it's called. But anyways, oh, the big uh, ass pit uh, lab. Yeah, the pit. Yeah, the pit is oh, like yeah. you know. I would say if, if you want to say the next boneyard, I I I mean. Um, some people will say it was um, it's a different spot. I forgot the names. I'm not really good with the names right now. Still. Um, still getting used to them, but uh, yeah, I think it gives the opportunity for more locations to, uh, you know, flourish. To really shine, yeah, mm-hmm. really shine. I disagree. How so? Uh, because Skulltown was like the the perfect mixture of close quarter versus long range, and with higher tier loot. I think the only area that really comes close to that is slums but slums doesn't have the same tier loot so like i mean like you can get decent loot from the slum but it's not going to be the same as if you drop school town and grab that first pk that peacekeeper and just wrecked havoc on the whole town so that's why i liked it so much just because it was close quarters meets rooftops meets four different directions and it always was hectic always and that's what was fun for me was how hectic it was mm-hmm. 
and they took I it away have, from me. I do have a question. Yeah. Like, I, I'm uh, I'm curious, like, mm-hmm. what are y'all's thoughts on uh, on them swapping the the mastiff and the peacekeeper out on a beta, uh, like availability? Oh yeah, I was gonna I was gonna talk about that mm-hmm. next. I I love it. Um, I, I, that I gameplay like it. I'm watching right now it looks like you really love it. Oh yeah. He's shredding with that thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this gameplay is currently uh, on my YouTube channel, so you guys can watch it there if you're interested. Um, yeah, I watched it live. It was pretty good. Yeah, you did watch it live. <laughs> oh, man. I was... It, it went off. I will say it probably the, the Mastiff might be a little OP to be just a regular ground pickup. They might need to nerf it a little bit. They might need to do something to it. Um, I don't know. They, yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I don't think so either. I think it it is what the PK should have been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the, the PK is, is fine. You're just a god, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. It, the the thing with the Mastiff is it's not as inconsistent as the PK was. The PK you could hit headshots with 110, and then move to the next team, and hit the PK at seven with headshot point blank it it was super inconsistent everyone hated the pk for that reason like if anyone said they hated the pk it was because of how inconsistent that fucking gun was it was the worst like i i had the biggest love-hate relationship for that shotgun because like sometimes it would just absolutely dominate with nothing attached to it and other times it would be like i'm slapping them with a napkin like stop it, you stop it. Like, that's how bad it was. Yeah. yeah, I play with a lot of people, and I, I get the same, the same, the same thing you're saying. I don't use shotguns often at all, so I can't really say I like I use PK um, or the massive. I do use a massive now because I've just you know something about the massive is just I love it. But anyway, um, yeah, I get trust me, I get uh, tons of friends, tons of different people that I play play with a PK, and then just say like. I hate this gun and I love it and I hate it and I love it. Um, this is inconsistent. Oh, why did I hit for ten? Or oh, this, you know, you know, I get that all the time. And I don't know if it's see, I play a controller, so I'm not sure if that makes much of a difference. I don't have that experience as much. Actually, I get more with the with the Mastiff, where I would get hit for like fourteen, and I'm like, hello. And so that would happen with me more with the Mastiff than the PK, but I've heard much more people talk about the PK being inconsistent. So I, I yeah. definitely agree with you there for sure. Yeah, I think the Mastiff is more consistent because of the spread that it has. Um, so like when you hit your shots, you actually hit your shots. And when you have a bad shot or you, 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 you whiff it, it it's actually, hard. you know, lets, it lets you know that you have that shot. Yes. So, it's uh, to me, it's a hell of a lot more consistent. Like, I I don't I don't understand. I, I don't know if it's because of the shape of the spread that the PK has. I've I've literally headshot all pellets to the head with seven damage mm-hmm. on someone. Uh, and that, that's just I, I'm yeah. not a fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I think they should have just uh, maybe have included uh, what was it um. Take the shots. What's the name of them? Uh, see, it's a it's a mod that you can get. A precision choke. Yes, yes. I thought maybe it's something like that, but see, it doesn't make sense. That I was thinking about making maybe making it into a gold item and not purple, but then then the triple take would yeah also get hurt by that too. 
and it's right now the only thing that that thing supports now at this point is uh, mm. triple take. So I was thinking maybe the Mastiff can use that instead and you know kind of tighten it a little bit, but maybe not. <laughs> One thing I do have to say about the gold PK, not that they swapped them around, um, even with the buff, it still sucks ass. I mean, I've got to try it, yeah, so. Yeah, it's not a good time. Is it? Okay. I'll pass uh, it. it. I picked it up. I had a, a, a gold PK and a gold Kraber. I had, I had the Kraber. Uh, 1v2, and it let me down hard. I hit three fourteens, and I essentially gave up after that point. Yeah, I st- I switched yeah, to Kraber and was hit firing. Yeah. So, kind of get some final thoughts here. Um, good update overall. Yeah, uh, one that you're yeah. happy with that you guys. Um, kind of going from here. Uh, is there anything like what's the next big thing that Apex needs to work on? Fucking servers. Uh, servers are so bad right now. Mm-hmm. It, I, I don't know if it's because they're still running on 20 tick servers or if uh, introducing that drop with uh, if, if someone disconnects, they can reconnect to that same lobby. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the issue. I do like that. I, I actually saved my ass uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah, I, I, I like that feature, but the mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what's causing the rest of the servers to be shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I, I definitely feel the the tick times a lot worse when picking up weapons next to someone else. Um, the connectivity and the lag issues are more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like general mac- matchmaking has been pretty shit as well as uh, the issue where a lot of people who installed the update um, had a very sizable download chunk that they had to uh, re-verify. Yeah. Uh, I know Biggs had like a 14 gig chunk missing Yeah, from his game after that update. Yeah, and Donley did too, and then my buddy Decay did too. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was surprised I didn't get that. But, yeah, I didn't get it either. I, it was solid for me. Yeah. Um, anything else on Apex? Otherwise, we're going to move on to our next topic here. Yeah, I think that's it. Octane needs some more love. Uh, but his ult got cooled down a little bit, though. Yeah. Yeah, it shortened to 60 seconds, so you can just spam uh, jump packs like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you get a jump pack. You get a jump pack. Everybody gets a jump pad. Yeah. Woo! Uh, so moving on from Apex, Rev, you played a game called Never Song. Why don't you tell us about that? (laughs) Welcome to Rev's Indie Corner, where we talk about obscure games that nobody else has ever heard of. Um, so Never Song is a game I I picked up, uh, through, uh, through the service, uh, Keymailer. And uh, it, it was originally called, uh, Once Upon a Coma. And now it technically releases tomorrow on Steam, um, I don't know how much for, but uh, it it was a good little indie game that basically kind of told the story of a kid who ended up in a in a coma. Without spoiling the story, as you go along, things aren't always as they seem. All the adults have disappeared, and as they start showing back up, they're like these monsters and stuff. Um, the the artwork for it was really really interesting, and 
one thing that I can say without a shadow of it out that I enjoyed is there was no issues with the gameplay. A lot of times when I get these early, like get in early on these indie games, you know, like there, there's always like one or two issues, like what maybe the, um, the uh, game crashes or I get some clipping in the animation or something gets stuck moving between scenes or something. I had none of that. Everything ran perfectly smooth. Um, the animation itself was kind of like kind of campy looking and goofy, but it was a little bit darker than it appeared. Um, I think it, like, I want to say it may have been out on uh, on console at one point uh, because they, they worked under that once upon a coma name for a while before they changed it. Like I, even when I streamed it, I actually had to stream it under that, directory because never song didn't exist yet um it is kind of a horror ish game at points um the big the big monster you fight in the end it has some very very creepy aesthetics going on through the whole thing there was some comedy sprinkled in there too um all in all it was a it was a really really fun game uh you basically you, you use a, a baseball bat as your main weapon which you can upgrade you upgrade to uh be able to actually go further in the game whenever you roll to the next part. So like you'll, you'll try to go to an area you can't get there because something's in the way and you don't know exactly what it is until you go and you beat a boss and you get this song that you go back, you play on a piano, you unlock a room and you get the item you need to go to that next level. And you're like, Oh, okay. I get it now. Um, everything was very, very intuitive. There was, there was nothing there that you would be walking around and go, well, heck, what do I do next? You know, it was super simple to figure things out. I think the only thing that could have been any different was there like the, there was this final puzzle involving a clock, but it was still kind of self-explanatory. So that was that was pretty good. But uh, it, it ended up becoming a pretty emotional ride towards the end. But the one thing I the one thing is, if it's going to cost if it's not going to be a free to play game, it only had like a three and a half hour playthrough time like it was short. Um, cause I didn't, I didn't realize when I sat down to play it cause I, I was sitting down for a short stream. I didn't realize I was going to be done before my stream was over. Um, it told a great story. It was, it was a great story, a lot of fun, but it was incredibly short. And I mean, and if I'm being a hundred percent honest, probably a little too easy, Made it, made it kind of feel like maybe the, the point of the game was to actually tell the story as opposed to kind of really playing like the gameplay was a back burner to the story which is fine you know i mean i play several games that are like that you know um even like layers of fear was like that it had a couple of puzzles here and there in it but it felt like more of a storytelling than an actual game um but all in all great game still don't know what it's going to retail for probably won't know till tomorrow but uh but worth a playthrough if it's like maybe five dollars uh if it's not wait till it goes on sale yeah i saw it's going to be available on uh, a variety of platforms hold on let me see if i can't tell you uh because i just pulled up the steam listing um no they don't have a retail price listed on the on the steam site um but it is going to be available on nintendo switch playstation 4 xbox one windows linux and mac os See, and this is one of those games. You typically we talk whenever we we talk about these kind of games, we talk about a, uh, you know, the possibility of uh, mobile. And mm -hmm. this is one of those games that I feel that if you have one of those little like mobile controllers or even like a little controller overlay for your games, um, it would be easy enough to do because there was nothing difficult about the gameplay. Um, yeah. So 
I, I could definitely see like a mobile port coming in the future if the game is successful enough. Um, it being on Switch definitely doesn't surprise me. And I could see it probably as being one of those games that comes straight to Game Pass on, on Xbox. It's one of those kind of games. But uh, but yeah, it was it was a pleasant experience, if an emotional one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyone that's curious about it for PC or Mac OS, uh, the minimum requirements are Windows 7 or higher, 1.7 gigahertz dual core CPU, two gigabytes of RAM, uh, Intel HD graphics. So basically just integrated graphics and then one gig of space available on your hard drive. Um, yeah, it's a potato game. <laughs> yeah potato with an lcd screen will do you just fine exactly exactly um i will say uh there was one moment in the game that will always stick out to me because it had me almost in tears laughing and it's you have to go and get a uh, a speak and say to try to um some guy had trained some of the monsters in the game to uh form platforms for him to get into a secret base in the water tower and he lets you borrow his speak and say and um you're supposed to have them listen to the kit you know, the kitty sound and they'll do whatever it is they're supposed to do. At one point you hit the speak and say, and then it's like, uh, you know, it does the chimp says, you know, woo, woo, woo. and then you hit it again. It's like the gun says you hear a gunshot and a scream. And then you hit it again. And it goes, the baby says, I want the milk. And it was, dude, I, it was the funniest thing I think I've experienced because it was so unexpected, but I mean, I ruined it for anybody who might play it, but I mean, come on, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> Very nice. Um, so gameplay, storytelling, atmospheric is all hell, all good. Um, was yeah, there the any, of it. what's like that? The, you, you can tell like when you're looking at like trailers and stuff, the color palettes of everything kind of feel dark in a lot of mm -hmm. areas you know so like whenever you're walking through houses and stuff like that and even the the palette of it it almost has like a an old school like tim burton-esque feel to it um because everything's just kind of got that like dark palette to it where nothing's really bright and colorful um which was kind of interesting so it's like you kind of feel at first that it's going to be kind of you know peppy in the gameplay even though it warns you, it does give you a disclaimer that there are some traumatic events in it that could be triggering and and stuff like that. But like you still, when you when you see the animation of your character walk and you think, okay, well, this is going to at least be peppy for a while, but then just like the tone stays kind of dark the whole time, so it's kind of conflicting. But it it was it was intriguing to say the least. Yeah. Um, Green, do you have any thoughts, questions on this game? No, it sounds ex uh, pretty fun though. Like uh, extremely morbid, but fun. <laughs> I, I I'd play it. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth worth the playthrough if you're just looking for a decent little story. You know, I mean, I would say I, I would say if you can get your hands on it for ten dollars or less, do it. Do it. I mean, with a three and a half hour uh, gameplay, uh, I, I would certainly hope it's less than ten. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I, I would predict that it is. I, I would yeah, probably... That's just my assume. opinion, yeah. At least would hope. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Viva, any thoughts, questions, opinions on this game? I was watching Rev play it, and um, I love the art style of the game. Um, again, the game being so short, you kind of wonder how much they're going to charge for it. That's kind of a big deal because I do play a lot of free games that are a little bit longer and mm -hmm. they're story driven and, and, you know, they have about the same quality of um, 
our effort, at least from you know the like comparably comparatively speaking, play free games with you know uh, a lot longer uh, gameplay and they were free. So I'm not saying the game should be free, but I'm not saying the game should be anything more than as uh, you guys were saying like ten bucks or something like that. Um, you know, there's a lot of work behind that game. I'm sure. Uh, of course, the art and obviously put things. Uh, you know, they put the effort behind it, and it, it should never be for free. Um, but you know, if especially if you just putting yourself out there, for the most part, I'm not saying you should be free, but don't you know overdo it like uh, a certain uh, certain games out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see. We'll we'll follow up with that next week just to see what the price is. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we'll, we'll follow up with the price and see uh, how Rev kind of reflects on the price um, after after we figure that out. Uh, anything else on Neversong here, or do we want to move on to our next topic? Uh, I I think that's that pretty much covers it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys got your hands on a game called Crucible. Am I correct? Yeah. That is correct excellent well why don't you guys tell me about crucible you want me to go first you want me to go first yeah yeah okay so crucible is kind of an objective well at least the game mode we played there are different game modes but we play. we got to test out a game mode called heart uh hearts of the hive um mostly just because they had certain windows in that we could get in we can talk about this today so that's fantastic um but uh they had just little certain windows you could get in every day to play the the test servers and uh the days we were able to get in it was always the hearts of the hive game mode which was fine so it's like an objective based pvp where you get in uh i believe was it teams of four i think um it's either four or five couldn't remember exactly but um but your objective is to go attack these giant mushroom looking things called the hives and collect the hearts out of them once you finish destroying them and the first team to collect three hearts wins um now these things spawn on timer so it's not like you they're just everywhere you just the first one to get there and get them wins but it's also pvp based so you try to kill your opponents as well um it's very class oriented or not class oriented but like a uh, character oriented where certain characters are more damage based some have more um tactical abilities um there are as far as i could tell there are not any like legitimate healers for your team like so, some of them have self-healing abilities but you don't have like your own support character that's supposed to follow you around you don't have like a mercy from overwatch type of character um it is done in third person there is a it seems as though there's going to be a lot of lore there are biographies for every one of the characters uh i got to play test them um there's actually a character that my favorite his name is earl um if you're watching live you're actually seeing him on the screen right now He's a big old chunky redneck alien, uh, loves to fish, loves his family, crashed his ship on this planet and is trying to get them trying to use. He used his ship to actually build this gun that he uses um, so he could get the money from, you know, the crucible event, because apparently the crucible event is somewhat like Apex, like you gain money from from kind of competing in it. Uh And they, you know, he's trying to get his ship rebuilt so he can get home. And I love that, man. He's he's got a heart of gold but the gameplay itself uh was pretty smooth we ran into some bugs which of course is to be expected in early access what worries me is some of the bugs that we encountered do they have enough time to fix it before the launch tomorrow i don't know um viva actually encountered one in particular yeah if you want to go ahead and tell them about that one because 
I was busy trying to kill people while you were talking about it. So, unlike a lot of games out there, um, well, most games out there do have this feature. Is a reconnect feature, right? You know, if you game crash or computer, you know, whatever. Something like that happens, you can reconnect and get back in the game. This game has that. Fantastic, right? Well, actually, not so, not so much. What happens is when you land, imagine, okay, you've seen the gameplay right now. Imagine the crosshair being gone. All the names to the left right there say unknown. You don't know what your abilities are. You don't know the XP. You don't know what the objective. And the objective actually on top will all say a bunch of X's. So you can't tell what's going on. You can't tell what you're aiming at. And then uh, you lose control of a lot of things. So basically, the reconnect feature really, really was big. And I ran into that twice. So I did report it, obviously. You know, if you're baby testing, you should give them reports. Um, make sure that, you know, you, you want to help them out. That's so they give you opportunity to test their game. You got to help them out, too. And I have no problem helping them out. Uh, I want this game to succeed because this, this game, I, I can see this game has potential. Um, but yeah, that bug was just, it was, stuff happens. It happens a lot. Um, you know, and can't have that kind of bug in the game. It just can't. Yeah, like um, whenever you die, whenever you respawn, based on how many harvesters you have captured in this game mode, you actually get to kind of pick where you drop in at whenever you respawn. He couldn't even see that. It was just auto. I couldn't, I couldn't even, it, it automatically dropped me in, and then sometimes it will drop you onto the other side of the map, which doesn't help your teammates. You know, it's because, uh, yeah, because the game is very much team oriented. You, you really have to um, get together with your team. You will get your your bums kicked in if you don't. If you want to play a solo, you cannot do that in this game. You have to play as a team and kind of coordinate uh, because the good players in this game, you always see them together most of the time. You will not see one solo most of the time. They're going to get you pretty dang good. So, but yeah, that bug really kind of soured me pretty hard uh just felt helpless in the whole entire game and you know obviously when you leave the game you go back to it guess what you put put back right back into the game and guess what the error still is happening so it was pretty bad that was uh that was my biggest gripe with the game um but obviously you know hopefully they fix that because that's a pretty big deal yeah and i think that one will get fixed because it was addressed immediately um one of the things i do got to say that that talk about the team orientation of it. I don't know if this is something that's going to change, but there's no like text communication. Like you, like most games on mouse and keyboard, you can hit enter and type in like a, a team chat and communicate with your team. That That is non-existent here. It's go, It's like completely uh, voice-based communications. Um, you, there's a ping system that, uh, you know, you ping with your uh, mouse wheel oh. and you double tap to ping enemies, just like a, a lot of other games. Um, you, you level up in game with this stuff called essence and you can actually select before uh your level one three and five you can go in and actually select what you get in that upgrade once you level up to that point and you get essence for killing like um you know uh what are they the like the wildlife in it there's this one thing that looks like if a bulbasaur and a salamance had a baby and uh you get a lot of essence for killing those things and it uh it, it it was it's got a lot of facets to, and then that's just in this one game mode we don't know how things change there's another game mode called alpha hunters that we never even got to try um just because the timing didn't line up right but uh 
one of the things that there was one thing that really stuck out to me as interesting that I thought, like I pointed it out to Viva when we were playing and thought it was really cool, is that whoever the party leader is, whatever character they're using, whenever you ready up, the music will change to something that fits that character. So it's like your your kind of menu screen whenever you're readying up. The music is like when you're using Earl, he's a redneck. You kind of hear that like slow stuff banjo kind of type of stuff and then there's a character mm-hmm. named summer her character's like a kind of a polynesian you know uh pacific islander kind of character and it sounds like a like you know some hawaiian music mixed with a little bit of elect uh edm and stuff like that it was, i thought that was like a really nice little touch in there but uh but all in all it, it feels like it's going to be a very successful game uh especially considering it is going to be free to play uh, i want to see it succeed it's just there there are so many facets of it that make it entertaining and fun to play. The games can take a little bit if you go back and forth on catching these uh catching these hearts on this particular game mode. But uh but all in all it's worth it. Like they they fly by even for how long they can be. So how are people gonna be able to access this game? Steam. Steam? I think Steam is like it. <laughs> I mean yeah. I, I don't i didn't hear anything about consoles and uh and steam i think is it yeah well because i know it's an amazon game so i'm surprised it's actually not going to the amazon games launcher mm-hmm. um yeah but, they didn't mention anything about that yet. yeah which of course anyone which i'm has, shocked yeah yeah because yeah, anyone that has twitch prime already has the amazon games launcher if they claim games i'm trying to find just some information for for folks who might be interested in this who you know the the technical stuff um let's see real quick if this is the correct one it did immediately pop up yeah this looks like this is it yep um so some of the system requirements that's going to be required for crucible uh windows 7 64 bit or higher intel i5 3570 or an amd fx um 6300 with 8 gigs of ram graphics they're recommending a gtx 660 or an ati radian hd 69 nice 50 um <laughs> direct x version 11 broadband internet connection and 15 gigs of space on your hard drive is what they're recommending um so we uh want to add one thing to the game that i thought it was kind of interesting a lot of uh, MOBA players would kind of find this um, uh, kind of cool. You know you have jugglers in most MOBAs. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that that is a trend in kind of in this game. You have one specific character just doing PvE stuff. And because obviously the, those orbs will, you know, have, help the whole team level up. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously level being leveled up is essential in the, the game. You know, you don't want to go get someone that's level seven, you're level four. You know, that's just a, you get your, your normal boss from each level. So I've noticed that that's a, like almost every team you ran into, you'll have one person that has zero kills, but have like 20,000 essence. And then the rest of the team has like 2000 or something like that. So I'm starting to notice that a lot of people are treating this kind of like a MOBA-ish style kind of game, uh, which I, I just thought was kind of cool at first. It's like, oh, okay, cool. So yeah. it's crazy how multifaceted it is. There's just how many it elements is. there are to a single game. You know, between the collecting the you know uh, collecting the harvesters, selecting your launch points, collecting the essence, and then there are actually buffs that appear randomly throughout the match like you'll get one that like you'll hit you'll get this one it's called um it's something 
reveal, like global reveal or something like that will land. And if somebody goes and collects it, everybody can see where everybody's at. Um, it's for a short, you know, for a limited amount of time, but it does that. And then like some will drop uh, essence canisters where if you find them, you could take them and go take them to an opener. And then your team gets like a huge fat sum of essence. And it's just, they're, they're just, it, it's crazy how much there is to it without it being overbearing. It's like it almost got right there where there was too much, but didn't push the didn't push over that line so it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting to see where it goes awesome. but oh, go ahead. I will say one more thing one more thing is uh i noticed that whenever you would load into a game the like whenever you you're you, the way it starts is you know you got your drop pod you drop down and whenever it hits you get out and uh one of the things i noticed is it, it seemed like it always kind of lagged out the gate and I was the only one that saw that a lot of people noticed it was that like whenever you get out of that pod, it kind of freezes for a half a second. I don't know if that's a server side thing, which that's going to be the big thing is I want to see tomorrow when these servers open up. Is is are there going to be problems like are is it going to get be too much? Um, it, it's kind of one of those who knows i don't know if it's if it's on the game side of it or if it's on the server side of it why it was doing that who knows um that's something i would like to kind of keep an eye out on and maybe report back on uh but one small little just interesting detail it's an it's an amazon game and there's this character um his name is rahi and he has this little robot named brother and he uh he has this deal where he has this power jump where you charge up your jump and you you let go whenever you're charging that jump whenever it reaches the top it makes the noise that an amazon echo makes whenever you uh whenever you get a notification for like an amazon order coming in it makes the exact same sound it was pretty funny i thought it was kind of a little little easter egg there that is yeah that's really interesting um anything else on crucible nope drops on drops tomorrow morning servers open let's play yeah play. i think uh me and green might be might be getting in with uh biggles tomorrow we're not sure yet at least i'm not sure what i'm doing Got some tomorrow. codes <laughs> yeah um cool so i think we'll take a quick break um and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some other topics here uh so guys don't go anywhere we're gonna run a quick commercial break and we'll be right back in two minutes all right i think we are back we're ready to talk about uh I think yeah this is a very interesting topic um so the culling is is back um for those who don't know what the culling is which i wouldn't blame you guys if you didn't because it had a very short-lived time in the spotlight it was one of the early titles in the wave that became battle royales um it was competing with games like h1z1 for the throne back in like 2016 um the game has a really troubled history uh with fluctuating player base and uh a, what is kind of universally a critically panned sequel um if you guys are first off we've done an episode on the calling when it was free to play um a long time ago you guys can search through the feed um i want to say that was in mid 2018 i'm sorry not mid 2018 um uh late 2018 um if 
and I'm not going to get into like the the whole history of the series of the of the series at all. Um, I'm going to say if you are interested in more about the history of the development of the game, uh, I suggest checking out Mellow Online's article on Medium. He's also going to be the primary source for this discussion here. Uh, so it's it's back. They're having a relaunch, and uh, with this relaunch comes a new and bizarre business model that resembles more of an arcade or a Dave and Buster's. Um, so it's no longer free, but you now have an upfront purchase of $5.99 USD, which gives you one free play per day. So you get to play once, and the way you play more is we either win your free rounds or you buy tokens and one token is one play what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) so all of us knew about this story except for rev and we wanted to see his his genuine reaction to this story dude that's worse than loot boxes like (laughs) It's, it's literally a gamble. <laughs> you get one guy in there that's cheating, and you just lost your free... Fuck, no. Nah. So uh, here are the prices for the tokens. You get a three-pack for 99 cents, a 10-pack for $2.99, or a 20-pack for $4.99. Um, this means if you want to play a minimum of 21 rounds, you'll be paying $11. DOA. This whole game will be DOA. DOA right now. <laughs> it was, uh, y- yeah. Um, <laughs> who's gonna, who's, what kind of like what kind of attempt at sustainability is that? That's nobody's going to do that. No, and that's Nobody exactly right what, mind. and that's exactly what they're citing for this for this business model was sustainability, um, which I don't think this is this isn't good sustainability at all. Um, I think people would rather pay a subscription model than than pay this. Um, yeah, I mean that's why World of Warcraft has been around for so long. Yeah, uh, the idea that the amount of time you can play is directly tied to how much money you spend spend is a little ridiculous to me. Like, right? Because you can look at a subscription model. And I, the subscription model is the way I think a lot of people would would try to defend this. Um, to which I say no. Um, Nay. Nay, this is this is an arcade system, and I'm sorry, but I'm not buying. I'm not renting a play on an arcade machine, right? This is a game that I have an upfront cost that I'm paying to use, and then you're asking me to pay almost the exact same amount of money for more plays a day. Um, unlike a subscription model, which is I pay my monthly fee. And I can play every hour of that month, right? There's no, there's no stopping me if I, if I'm paying that rent, that monthly fee for, um, for World of Warcraft or ESO or whatever, you know, name an MMO that does a, a subscription fee. There, there's no way I can be stopped from playing that game every hour of that month, which, you know, uh, I'm sure a lot of people uh, back in the golden days of WoW probably did that. <laughs> I'm sure there's some computers that for a solid month <laughs> never turned WoW off. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of it myself, but uh, Green, what are you thinking? 
I think it's the most asinine business model I've ever seen in my entire life. Can confirm. Like, like, how can you ask people to spend money on the game and then spend more money to play the game? Like it at this point it has moved beyond making a profit into let's see how much profit we can make as possible before we die. Uh, be it's it's it will be extremely quick because I mean what 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 else what else do they have like it's not like they're like the top game right now hmm. so like th this is a weird flex like I could see like Fortnite pulling this off because people play Fortnite but like this game can't fucking sustain itself on this shit. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. If if you go in and you get your one free play and you win that game, you just get to keep going until you lose or okay, so, cuz cuz here's the thing. At that point, you're the reason that's going to kill people. The reason the, the reason that's going to kill your your player base is because you're going to get these people who go in and lose right out the gate. They're going to say, "Well, I ain't going to I ain't going to play to jump back in that because your people that are going to continuously win are just going to keep getting better." In the learning curve between the two, like the, uh, you know, the uh, level of gameplay and skill between the people who won their first few games that keep getting to play for free and these people who can't afford to pay, you know, however much every single day to try to play the same amount that these guys aren't. No, they're not going to keep playing. They're going to go and play something else that's probably fun. It also encourages hackers. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, because you know they're not going to be secure enough to keep that stuff shut down. Otherwise, the game would have still been around and never got shut down to begin with. Yeah. They're not exactly. going to be looking out for player security. Yeah, imagine, imagine, and then imagine being that person who spent um, money on like a 20 pack. And then you get in to like, you spend like your first few tokens and it the game is just rampant with fucking hackers. Mm -hmm. And you lose your, and you lose more money on that i would be fucking pissed i would be yeah, because, i would be throwing shit i would be yeah because at that point people using aim bots or cheat systems or anything like that are costing you money yeah i i would be i would be saying nasty words on twitter to the devs <laughs> publicly and with it, be, with it being a battle royale you have to win the entire thing to keep going for free yeah well you don't get shit for second place right not that I understand, um, no. which, yeah, in being it, it's more like um, Darwin Project, which we forgot to mention, Dar Darwin Project is closing its doors. Um, mm. That announcement came out a while ago. I forgot to mention it uh, two weeks ago. Um, but so it's a lot like Darwin Project where it's not like the 100 V1, you know, like 100 people drop into a map. It is like the uh, six, you know, 16 people. Uh, so it's a bit smaller, but still um you know it's a it's a game it's a very high skill game um which i mean the game itself is not a bad game um it just got completely destroyed by PUBG. i mean it got stomped by PUBG because for whatever reason you want to you want to list out there and then fortnite you know took a took a big lion's share out of that too so like At there's this there's this old glad. matthew Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because there, there's this old movie. Uh, it's a um, it's an old Matthew McConaughey movie. It's called Failure to Launch. And I feel like that just the title of that movie is starting to apply. 
because that that's ridiculous, man. Like that, I don't I don't understand where they. Like, I, I'm trying to figure out the thought process, like trying to play devil's advocate of trying to explain, uh, like no, what no. You know, too, that there was a dev that's just like, dude, guys, I have this fucking brilliant idea. Guys, listen, we pay, we make them pay to play the game twice. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was just like, oh, fuck yeah, bud. Oh, fuck yeah, let's do it. No, you know, like, what, you know what this is? You're going to end up getting uh, down at the bottom. You're not going to really see it, but in fine print, it's going to say powered by Google Stadia. um viva (laughs) what are your thoughts what are your opinions how are you feeling about this story okay so the first time i saw the story i'm wondering what's there has to be some type of history here because only if some sadistic asshat would think it's a great idea to do that price model to charge people over again and if i'm mistaken isn't that only on xbox right right now but it is coming back to pc okay i'll say so uh, at one point apparently uh i think the calling two was the same price as the calling the remake or whatever they call in this crap yeah this Um, is like the calling origins yeah it's just call it remastered who gives a shit anyway it was one of the very you know it came out uh, i think it came out before technically before uh pub came out so it was around the h1z one time it was actually a legit competitor at the time yeah um yeah it was a very early think, in that battle royale yeah. i think what's happening with this sadistic mind that this guy has this is what he's thinking well we were popular at one time so i don't i think we can pull this off again and then they, and then he did that. Here's the thing. This is my mindset. You got games like Apex. You got games like PUBG. You got games like Fortnite. I mean, we got. I mean, what? Cuisine War Royale. I would touch that game ten times more than I will ever touch the Calling. And that's free. And it's weird, but it's free. I would rather touch that Warzone. It, you know, you got so many different examples that. I will go to these way before I even think about the calling. So the fact that you, they, they honestly thought it was a good idea to come out and just say this and not think that anyone was going to give him any crap about it. This guy has to be like some type of like, something's wrong with him up there. there and the thing is like, I, don't, I think most battle royales for the most part should be free at this point. Most of them are free at this point. I still think PUBG should be free right now. But that's a whole different story right there. You and that's still a better game. PUBG is still a better game, so they still charge, you know, obviously, um, for the original PUBG game. They still charge for that, and it's still, at least it's still a better game than the calling is. Um, at least you only had to pay for it once. One time. One time. You only have to pay for it one time. You can play whatever you want. And. It's just honestly, it's uh, I I when I saw this, I I, I think my mind broke. Um, I've been sitting here it's... doing reading since, and I'm just gonna read you tweet of the day on this at Pepsi Weed. I'm just here to watch this game fail for a third time with the world's dumbest marketing start with a pay per match setup. It's that's honestly, it. I it the the person who decided this to do this 
did not even for a second go on Twitter for a millisecond to see the other games, how they're doing. You know, you, you, if you were free to play, you still probably fail. Because let's be honest, um, you know, the, the big dogs are already established themselves for the most part. And you're not really original either. You're just a remake of what something used to be. And, you know, eh, eh. that's why H1Z1 yeah. right now is trying to stay alive somehow. Uh, but it's just not as good um, as the other ones. So I, I don't know. if they Even if they were free to play, I think what it is is that he was just trying to get a quick grab. Because he knows it's gonna, probably going to fail. Because everyone else is probably playing the other games, and he's trying to take advantage of some, you know, you know, some uh, not so informed people, or what have you. I, that's that's the only thing I think of as far as like the mindset of this this person or these people. Yeah, and... I think. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I think what what he the the devs had in the mindset here was trying to make something that was newer and unique set aside from the already established giants like Fortnite and, and Warzone and Apex because each time like Fortnite brought the building Apex brought the character selections and Warzone brought the money system um, cash respawn stuff like that like a whole bunch each one of these games brought something new to the table when it comes to battle royales and I, honestly, I think that they were trying to do is like, all right, how can we make this game different from what is already out and make it a contender? Um, and they thought at the time, like, oh, we, we can do this because no one else is doing it. But it was a very huge step in the very wrong direction from from what the goal here was. I, it, it, it boggles my mind that they thought that that would work. <laughs> it just blows my mind. Yeah, like in my head, I thought when I heard about the token system, this is this is the first thing I thought. I'm like, ah, maybe this is just misinformed. I thought the token system was like this. Um, you use the token system to go into ranked games that you get money for. Because technically, in like Fortnite, you can go to these cash cups and you can get real money for playing the game. And you didn't have to meet a certain requirement. So I thought the token system was that, but then that's technically gambling in a way. So I guess that's why I thought. I thought the token was you play ranked games, and then if you position whatever, you get money back or something like that. That would have been better, but also I can see where it wouldn't work because obviously, you know, the gambling aspect to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just couldn't figure out why, right? So a big part of it was you had a dwindling player base that you couldn't seem to get money and support out of when you went free to play with the microtransactions, whatever else. So why, if you come back, would they want to pay for a token system instead of like a battle pass or subscription fee or any other microtransaction that isn't pay to play? Like I couldn't, I I had a hard time seeing a justification for the business model just from the fact that they already failed to make the game sustainable in the first place. And if this is done in the name of sustainability, I I think I'm just kind of covering what we've already said like a dozen times. This is 
one of the worst yep. business models I think I've ever fucking seen uh, for a video game. And I'm going to leave it at that. Do we have any final thoughts, opinions, questions that we want to put out there? They're fucking stupid. Fuck them. <laughs> I, I, I mean... Uh, God. I have nothing to say. Nothing else to say about those assholes. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> those devs about all this i played i don't know if y'all remember i covered a game a long time ago called don't die minerva that was kind of like it was set up kind of like luigi's mansion kind of very reminiscent you played the little girl with flash same company great game what happened yeah well the thing is it, it, I, I i think this is even worse than ea like anything like at least they play the games you okay you were locked behind certain things but at least you can play the game. This one is yeah. like, no, we need a, a virtual quarter to play this game. I'm sorry, I'm just getting back into it again. I'm just, I think it's just worse than the, the EA. The thing with the EA, though, mm. EA has been, uh, genuinely looks like they've been trying to rectify past mistakes. Yeah. This is like a company <laughs> doing a fucking Hail Mary in the baseball diamond. I bet they took right, a massive like, bankruptcy insurance policy or something. They're like, how do we collect this insurance money? I know how to kill our company on arrival. Yeah, like, you know, it's it's um this is my last my last thing about it. And I'm, I'm serious this time. There's a game that came out. Um it was a nineties nineties Battle Royale game. I'm pretty sure I'm not sure if you guys know about it. It was made by uh, Cliff, uh, one of the originators from Epic. Um, he made that game. That game went down. That was free to play. I'm actually sad that game went down. Oh, you're talking that about game... Lawbreakers? No, 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 no. It's another one. Uh, just it's 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 a, it hurts. I yeah, I, I I don't know the name to it right now, but I'll think of it later. Okay. But anyway, this game it it had innovative things in it, like good stuff. It was really buggy. It was very alpha. But it was still innovative. It had innovative aspects to the game. That cash system that's in uh, um, Warzone right now, that was the first game that had it. That came from that game. You can buy stuff with actual currency from killing other people. That's how. That's where it came from. Radical Heights. And Radical Heights, there you go. That's the game. But yeah, that game went down. And this game is trying to come back up and have the audacity to, you know... Yeah, it was ranked the lowest on a uh, on a list of battle royales, ranked from worst to best, so it was easy to find. Yeah, I completely forgot about that because that came out right when I started streaming, and I played a couple. Mm -hmm. I played a couple streams of that. Uh, not yeah. anymore. Is going to take that bottom spot. How dare yep. you stand yep. where he stood? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it, it just hurts me that that game went down and this one's trying to come back up. I'm like, you go back and down the uh, hole you came from. You uh, should have stayed dead. Bless an old man. So next next story that we should probably talk about is we got a sale going on, boys. The epic mega sale. Also, real quick, oh. GTA 5 is free on the Epic Game Store until May 21st. Uh, I already picked it up. It's a deal so good that it messed up Epic servers for 12 Jeez. hours. <laughs> yep. yeah, it did. GG, right? I tried downloading Who that the fuck? all day. 
<laughs> I can see that day. coming. <laughs> it is also apparently made GTA fucking unbearable to play online mm-hmm. because of all the hackers. I'm assuming anyone who's already been like I've been banned. locked up the cages five times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm assuming anyone who's been banned from GTA five for hacking online, uh, probably like, oh great, I got another chance. <laughs> New epic account, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my way to fuck well, your bitch. <laughs> well, if I'm mistaken, um, you have to have two-step ver- verification to get it. So technically, if you're a hacker, you have to give up your fo- your phone number or your email. Was it? I don't know how that works. Um, I had to already... Yeah, yeah. So you technically have to do two steps. So I'm. I mean, it's not gonna stop them, but at least it's a little some type of little. Roblox, stop them. Yeah, not really. Well, you know, email addresses are free, so if they verify, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's Mr. Granley at (laughs) OnlyFans.com. Um, so that's a good deal you guys can pick up. But uh, the Epic Mega Sale, uh, runs. Um, it actually started on Thursday of last week. It'll end on uh, June 11th. There's a lot of games that are uh, 75% off right now. Um, I figured we kind of go on and maybe give some suggestions if people want to look at it, some games that, uh, uh, you guys think would be worth picking up. Um, I have two games. Otherwise, Viva, if you want to go first, it's up to you. No, no. I was just going to say that you also get $10, um, just for, uh, you get a $10 coupon just for, uh, uh, shopping for the first time on the first game, you get $10 off. Is is there a minimum purchase requirement for that? Does it have to be oh, like no. no? I got no. it from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. yeah. I, and I was telling myself I'm never gonna spend a penny on the Epic Game Store and then they gave <laughs> they me give you money. <laughs> I've never spent a penny on Epic Game Store. And they gave me ten dollars. Like here. Don't worry about it, we'll give you money. <laughs> just 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 get yourself something nice. <laughs> <laughs> Your kids can buy yourself a Star Wars. Um, that's a good deal. I didn't realize that it could be just from picking up GTA Five. Mm-hmm. Get um, yourself some of those Yugi Man cards. <laughs> Yugi Man. That's great. That's every, that's every kid our age is stepdad right there. Yugi <laughs> Man. That was my grandpa for sure. It was Yugi Men's. Yugi Men's. Yugi Men's. Oh my god! Why don't you Why don't you get yourself a pack of cards with the guy with spiky hair on them? Um, so, uh, some game suggestions. Um, I have some game suggestions. It doesn't matter. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, Viva, do you have some you wanna you wanna suggest? Um, yeah, um, well, I took advantage of the sale. I got control. So, again, you get $10, and it was already twenty nine ninety nine. so I got control, which is arguably, you know, game of the year contender from last year. You can get it for 20 bones. That's, you know, right now I'm, I'm streaming that game, and I'm loving it so far, and, you know, it's great and satisfactory. Or satisfactory, right? Did I get that right? Yeah. Satisfactory. That's another one, too, that I played. Uh, I actually played it before uh, the sale with Hertz because I got it like a month ago. It's just like that bad, I guess. But uh, again, you can get that for $16 if it's your first purchase. Um, if you're into like building everything, I mean everything. This thing has everything. There's, there's a lot. 
So uh, first person build. Uh, it's 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 just great. Look at some trailers. Um, I I can't. I don't know, it's kind of hard to describe the game. It's a uh, uh, first person kind of like uh, steampunk ish industry builder type of thing. Um, it's just fun. Tons of fun. And of course, control. Those are my two. Yeah. Um, Rev, are you uh, looking at the Epic Mega Sale right now? You got some suggestions you want to give? Or? Oh, yeah, I already got. I, I have my suggestions lined up. Um, so one of my favorite games of all time that I I, I don't talk about like a lot like on stream or anything like that, but like a lot of people that know me know that it's one of my favorites of all time is a game called Rebel Galaxy. It's a, like a space outlaw bounty hunter type game um, where you actually do your battles broadside like naval ships. Um, the sequel, which I haven't got to play yet because I didn't know it even came to PC, is actually on this uh, on this sale for uh, twenty oh nine. So you can pick it up for $10 with your coupon. And then... Uh, Another one, of course, you know, I'm, it's not free anymore, but a lot of a lot of us had a lot of fun with totally reliable mm-hmm. service. Um, it's it's pretty inexpensive at this point. So if I had to pick two right now uh, of all the ones I've seen on here, those would be the two. Uh, aside from maybe the South Park Duo, because both of them are actually the full seventy five percent off the Stick of Truth and the Fractured But Whole. Uh, Stick of Truth seven forty nine and Fractured But Whole is twelve forty nine. Uh, you throw your coupon in there. You got yourself a couple of really fun, funny games for really cheap. I know that's like literally double the two that I was supposed to suggest, but I mean, it it is what it is. Yeah, no, it, you know, you're a rebel. You're a rule breaker. That's why I played uh, Rebel Galaxy. That's my <laughs> uh, Green Elite. Do you have some some games? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to say like uh, I, I've had a boner for this game since it came out, <laughs> and that's uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh yeah, uh, it's on sale, thirty five percent off, thirty eight ninety nine. Fantastic game. If you can get that for cheaper than sixty bucks, like I like I spent sixty dollars on it, and I don't regret it. I don't regret a penny of that. Um, and then probably, uh, I don't know. Uh, the Witcher Three is on there as well for fourteen, fourteen bucks, fourteen ninety eight, which is not a, a bad pickup. Uh, which I mean, it's Game of the Year edition too. Uh, as I've never played it, so I'm probably gonna pick it up. But I've heard so many good things about it. Um, probably not going to be my my thing, but we'll we'll see. Well, if you like Jedi Fallen Order, I think you'll probably enjoy the gameplay because the gameplay is very similar. Um, as long as there's not a lot of walking. Uh, what was that, Viva? Does horseback riding count as walking? <laughs> uh, if it's anything like if it's if it's anything like Skyrim, then I'm not going to have a good time. We'll, uh, we won't say anything. Um, okay. Yeah, you just... Shush. <laughs> so, uh, the games I was looking at, um, all... Yeah, not all of Far Cry's, but Far Cry uh, 3, 4, and 5 are all on sale. I suggest Far Cry 5, um, because I really enjoyed that game. I really enjoyed the characters. Uh, I don't think it... 
I like the system a little bit better and it doesn't make you do um, a lot of uh, needless climbing like <laughs> Far Cry 3 and 4 do. Um, so that's on sale for uh, $14.99, five bucks if you get, if you use your uh, $10 coupon. Um, I also suggest uh, Uno, uh, especially if you can convince some friends to pick up Uno too. It's three bucks. It's two ninety nine. Have some friends pick it up and you know scream at each other about you know not why the fuck are you stacking so many goddamn cards? Just a, a <laughs> real quick thing. Uh, me and Nine Baz played Uno together, um, and he kept stacking all of his draw twos and reversals and everything like that, and got us to such a state that because it's an infinite deck um we all had like 20 me him and the two bots we were playing against all had like a hand of 20 cards and we couldn't get rid of them because it was an infinite deck <laughs> with all the plus fours and everything like that stacked up it was impossible we actually had to quit the game um so i suggest you don't do that don't be the asshole <laughs> don't turn uno into a game of fucking monopoly baz disclaimer <laughs> Baz, <laughs> I do have to say something. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Three Remastered is on there as well. And for any Assassin's Creed fans, that is a phenomenal entry in, into the the series. And I highly recommend that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know it's not a bad sale at all. I was about to say, I got to have Well, it's funny you mentioned, it's funny, as we're talking, uh, one game that I've been eyeing off for the longest time, and it's actually, I realized it was only in Epic Game Store, and they finally, it's it's on sale. Observation from Digital, uh, uh, Devolver Digital. It's only $12. I grabbed that right away. I just, as I was also scrolling through the list, I just saw it, and I'm like, got it. That's it, because that game I've been waiting for that game to come out um, to be on sale, just to grab it for cheap. But yeah, um, the, the sales are really damn good. <laughs> just to kind of guess. For, for those who are listening live, like right now, uh, do, I just wanted to go ahead and put this out there. Does anybody in here have a create like a creator tag, support a creator code? Because I mean, now would be a good time for people to use those because you could still support your favorite creators mm-hmm. using that. Mm-hmm. Um. Rev, I, th- I, I think, I think you might have a creator do, code. Do, do, do you have do you, a creator code? Um, hey, do I have one? Of those? Yeah. Uh, what? What? Oh, man, oh, Rev, uh, why don't you go on ahead and tell people about your creator code? By the way, since we're on the since we're on the topic of the uh, the Epic Store, um, <laughs> yeah. So if you if you use these sales at all, you know, use creator code. Or creator code Revspin, just R E V S V E N, uh, and I will put any any funds that I make from that uh, and put it actually towards the podcast. Oh, you don't have to do that, baby boo. But no, I... I don't have to. Want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used it twice already. So just like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything else related to this epic mega sale at all? That we want to talk about? Anything else we want to discuss I related? Go ahead. I, I, I can't keep looking at it. Because I'm going to end up breaking my no penny to Epic. <laughs> it's it's a good awesome. sale. 
It's, it's got all the Assassin's Creed's on there. It's got mm-hmm. this John John Wick game that looks pretty dope. Hex, I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. John Wick's Hex. Yeah. Seriously, good on good on Epic for this. I mean, this is a it's a hell of a sale, and then you add the ten dollar mm-hmm. coupon that you can grab just for downloading GTA Five for free on top of it. It's I mean, it's good. See, it's things like this that Epic Games uh, Store needs to do to try to compete. Now, let's be honest. You know the summer's the summer sale comes. It's gonna come, and it's probably going to look like you know uh, some cheap cheesecake you get from a fa- uh, fast food place because you know their sales. So Steam sales are just unbelievable. But it, this is a great way to kind of you know be like, hey, hey, we're serious. We'll give you ten dollars. You know. Yeah, even if it's uh, not a shop bus, do a. Uh, I mean, yeah. come, come on, man. You know, like what was that, Rev? I was saying, like, even if it's not a competition, at least it's like viable. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, like it makes them at least like a, a like a something for people to look at just as another launcher. You know, because like, they have their own games on there that you're not because the Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, the one that that I'm excited to. I actually, while we've been sitting here went ahead and bought it um <laughs> because i was i didn't know it was coming to pc it's not on steam the first one is but this one's not and so it's like you know they have their their own titles that they have exclusive that people want to check out and this is a great way for them to at least get people to be like give us a shot you know give us a shot yeah I'm and i it. think and i think with with these sales coming in and offering some really good things it's it's ultimately good for customers um because now that Steam isn't the only game in town, I mean, yeah, sure, you had GOG and Humble and whatever else, but they weren't pulling the same market share, and they weren't pulling the same kind of deals um, that that Epic and Steam were. So it's nice to see this and see uh, see Epic kind of come in and say, you know what? Yeah, sure, you guys can you guys can spend all your money, uh, you know, on, on the Steam sale, but. Ours here is a little bit earlier, and we're going to give you a coupon for spending with us or even just getting a free game from us. I think that's good strategy, good business strategy. Ultimately, it works out for the customer a little bit more um, than it does for them, for sure. In terms of the Steam sale, or what I like about this is it's a little bit more curated than like the Steam sale because I don't know how they decide what gets a discount for Steam. But there's a lot of trash. Like you sift through a lot of trash uh, going through the Steam sale. It's pretty bad um, when you're when you're looking at like that five dollar game range uh, during the Steam sale, and you just see just garbage on garbage, or and not even just like garbage on garbage, but like just really old games that should probably be like five dollars anyways. <laughs> or like two dollars anyways, because they're just that old. Like, you know, it's some it's some like PC port from a from like the SNES or something. <laughs> They're selling it regularly for ten dollars instead of two dollars, like they probably should be. But anything else on on this uh, particular topic or conversation that we should uh, get out of the way? I do have one more question to verify. Like, so if yeah. if you uh if you get the ten dollar off coupon. Can you apply that to a less than ten dollars game and essentially get two games for free if you get Grand Theft Auto and then turn around and use the coupon? No, what you uh, have to coupon, do is you have, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, the coupon is only for select items. It looks like. Okay. Yeah. 
probably yeah like maybe twenty dollars and up so that way it's because mm -hmm. i i know uh i i still it applied to rebel galaxy which was only 20 bucks and so i got it for 10 but i didn't know yeah. i didn't know what the limit was i didn't know if anybody had that on hand also great timing on having gta be free and have the sale right, right. fucking geniuses i swear you know a lot of people hate <laughs> epic and i do to some capacity but when it comes to like timing and like marketing they do a great job you have gta f for free people go they have to go to the store they see that sale right there and then they see the the coupon it's right there you can it's it's uh, pr quite brilliant 14.99 and up so as long as it, so as yeah. long as uh, you, you're still spending 4.99 or more and it could be add-ons you can apparently use it yeah. on add-ons don't. And the Witcher is fourteen ninety eight, so it's just all right. <laughs> you fly, boo, you spend money. I'm like, I'm like what? <laughs> what? What? Well, dang it! I was gonna pick it up until you took that one penny off to make it. Nope. Now it's nope. Not gonna happen. <laughs> I might not. I'll, I'll just wait for the Steam sale. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be on sale there too. Guaranteed. So it's gonna be on. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be on the summer sale for like oh, three three dollars and some change. Almost everything in this sale is gonna be on Steam sale. It's just like Steam sale. Yeah. It's the pre-Steam sale, basically. The yep. opening act. <laughs> what what is the Steam sale? Did they confirm a day on that yet? Uh, they've leaked it. Uh, we mentioned it okay. last week. Yeah. Um, I don't have my yeah. notes handy. Um, no, that's fine. No, I was just curious. I'm like, is it gonna be next month or this month? Okay. Um, okay. it's gonna be next month, I believe. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. So nothing else on on this particular topic at all. No. Um, that the the little sale thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the refund thing. Oh refund. yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That is actually yeah. I uh, like this. It, that's another uh pro consumer thing that I really liked. It did. Um, it, mm. you can explain it. Sorry, Danny. <laughs> oh no, it's good. I actually I don't have my notes on it right now. Uh, do you want to explain it real quick? Um, plain and simple. Um, if you bought, let's say you bought um. Not GTA. I was going to say GTA. Let's say uh, Assassin's Creed Remastered last week uh, for thirty bucks or whatever. Um, they would do a partial refund of a partial refund, not full refund, but partial refund of basically to kind of make up the cost of it being on sale. So basically, it's kind of like a rain check in a way. Not a rain check, but it's kind of weird to describe. You'll get money back. If something goes on sale after I've, I forgot exactly the days, um, I think it's a week or so or something like that. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, you making... get money back just just for something being on sale the very next week, which you will not possibly known, you know. So it's kind of cool to just get money just for something that was on sale. Yeah, so they're making which happens. The... To... Yeah, Go which ahead. so they're making up the difference um, between those. Let's see. Uh, how many days is it? I would assume it's probably something within like fourteen days. Yeah. Um, but that's an assumption. Mm -hmm. It's an assumption I'm making right now. That is not an established fact. Actually, let me just pulled it up too. That's the that's the set. Yeah, I'm looking it's at the, the article right now. Um, self refund. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the. 
website i'm looking at doesn't have all that information um but yeah so they'll make up the difference which i think is a is a brilliant move um it's certainly a better uh refund policy or or uh good faith effort than steam has put out um i don't think you can get a partial refund or anything um when a game goes on sale from steam um yeah what do you uh what do you think green what's your opinion i think i think it's a good move like it it definitely made me feel a lot better about epic i mean a lot of uh other places would not do that for sure like i don't know they don't Steam's really have really to no yeah they i don't even think about i don't even think physical retailers do that no um, they don't um Lowe's used to do that when I worked there. It was a, and it was 14 mm. days. If it went on, no, 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 they gave you 30. If it went on sale within 30 days, you could actually come back in, bring your receipt as long, mm. but you had to have your receipt. You know, it wasn't one of those you can come back and they would just take your word for it. Um, but they would actually refund you the difference. Um, I don't know if that was just our store or if it's a company wide thing, but that it used to be that way when I worked there. Mm. Um, yeah, I shoot, I just had a thought. But I, I lost it. Um, darn it. I just lost that thought. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, any other opinions, thoughts, questions on this on this uh, refund policy at all? No, they keep on with these. If they keep on with these uh, pro consumer like things like this, I, uh, you know, honestly, it's at some point everyone's going to be like, well, they're doing some pretty good things over there. So, you yeah. know, oh, it'll get to where people start shopping uh, for games instead of just mm-hmm. browsing the Steam store, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is what I was going to mention. Yeah, especially because th- this is really nice because of how Epic kind of started everything um, mm-hmm. by. Right. Everyone remembers Metro Exodus and Shenmue yep. 3 getting these in Borderlands 3, getting these exclusivity deals with Epic for when a lot of people already had keys for steam or already had game you know were already ready to use it on steam and epic having to make up that difference already um and there was a lot of bad pr around that uh about around them you know buying up and snatching up these games so this is good this is good you know will out towards uh out towards customers from epic i think that they kind of learned that you can't uh just snap up everything and expect people to just go to you that you have to kind of entice them uh mice don't go to traps that don't have food kind of situation uh you know you need some we are rats and we uh, we want that sweet sweet cheese um (laughs) (laughs) anything else on this topic um actually a a quick thing i just saw development development in progress they actually have screenshots and uh, videos of mod support and achievements um, coming out for um, Epic Games. So that's a lot of stuff that a lot of people had gripes with, you know, the store and all. And now they're actually, you know, bringing it out. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and then like friend system was busted, and then you had like Borderlands Three, <laughs> and then trying to like use the friend system. I. This is just a gripe with all these launchers and other services. Mm-hmm. You guys see how Steam works? 
So how come you just can't replicate what Steam does? Why do you have to make shit so complicated? Like, we Obviously. we tried to play Battlefield 4 two weeks ago, and trying to get our group together to play was a fucking pain in the ass. I'm sure Green can attest to, attest to this, dealing with uh, Origin on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah Origin's pretty bad. <laughs> just like... You have a great template. Just look at fucking Steam. It's not hell. Just look at yes. Facebook. Speaking of Oregon, God, <laughs> they just need to make it where nobody can invite you into a game until you're actually in there, right, Viva? Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm loading into Apex, and I still got the loading screen up, getting like seven invitations from Viva. Dude, get in here. Get in. Here. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being annoying. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, um, I had a calling. You might want to get, you know, Danny's, uh, you know, advice. Look around. You know, make sure, you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> cool. Uh, so I, I think that's all we have to say on on uh, this here. Um, that's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. So uh, let's go ahead. We're going to wrap up the show here. Viva. Go on ahead and tell the kind folks out there who you are, what you do, and where people can find you. Um, I'm Pinata. I love games, and uh, right now I am playing Control out of you know the Epic Game Store. Um, it's a mindfuck of a game. I love it. It's great. I've it's 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 a very party game. And um, also, I, I uh, in, in the end of the stream, I like to play uh, spooky jump house horror mansion. Um, it's basically like a level based, you know, kind of like an old school level based uh, scary game. Um, I do 100 levels and it's funny to everyone else, not me. And it's scary. And yeah, it's fun. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. And uh, all the places people can find you? You yes. already say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier today, but if you, um, like I said, twitch.tv forward slash Viva Pinata 900. Something goes for Twitter. That's where you can find me. I usually post before and after. And uh, um, obviously, we're actually going to be playing, uh, I'm going to be sprinkling some uh, Crucible 2, obviously, with the launch. So that's going to help. Excellent. Uh, Mr. Green Elite, what's coming up on your channel? Yeah. Uh, probably some more Apex, and I think I'm gonna try out some of that Crucible game. Um, so, uh, not much else news-wise. I might, I might play some uh, Warzone this weekend too. I'm I'm trying to find some time to edit some YouTube videos. I think that's the biggest biggest thing for me. Um, but yeah, you can catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Green Lee. I'm also on the Twitter and the Instagrams. Um, Instagram is TTD Mr. Green Lee. I don't want to talk about it. And everything else is just Mr. Green Lee. So, yeah. Excellent. Rev, Padre, what's coming up on your channel? Well, I'm actually taking uh, the remainder of this week off. I, uh, I, I've been taking a week off like every month from stream. And uh, it's been very refreshing to do. Uh, it keeps me from getting like burnout and stuff. and allows me to get more like creative with it. Um, one of the, uh, whenever I get back, uh, I was gifted a copy of Oxenfree, which is made by the same people that made After Party, which is a game I've shown a lot of love for. Chances are I'm going to start playing Rebel Galaxy. 
because uh, it's kind of a chill game that allows you to be able to monitor chat with, while still having a pretty uh, interesting battle system and stuff like that. Um, aside from that, I'm about to start introducing more Zebos Funhouse stuff in. Um, going to probably stream hand making. I, I'm making a leather mask for him, like a like a horror mask. Uh, I'll probably stream that because why not? Um, but aside from that, it's just going to be uh, whatever cool indie game I get access to. And you can find me at twitch.tv slash revsven, R-E-V-S-V-E-N. You can find me on Epic using your creative code, using the same thing. And you can find me <laughs> at Revsven TV on all social media platforms. Excellent, excellent. Um, coming up on my channel, um, we'll probably try out Crucible. We'll see what we can do with that. Uh, otherwise, it'll probably be Apex. Of course, Friday nights we're doing... Um, we're still doing Fallout New Vegas. We finally kind of got over the wall where I made my character bad. So I kind of, you know, needed to uh, do some grinding and just die to Cazadors a lot. Um, I'm not sure what else I'll be playing. Um, I, I've had some other ideas in my brain kicking around uh, for a while. So we'll see um, kind of what comes out of that. Um... Other than that, you guys can find me on Twitter at Danny K and on Instagram at Danny K. You can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Danny K. That is spelled D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. -E. Um, otherwise, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for the show. We sincerely appreciate all of you here for taking the time to watch and listen to us. You guys are the reason we do this, and we hope each week that you guys find the value that we uh, provide if you missed any part of the show, you guys can find us and uh, even find some older episodes uh, on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you guys want to help support what we do here, there are a few ways uh, to do that. But the number one top tier way to do that is by um, telling your friends about us. Seriously, that helps us way more than you think it does. Um, otherwise, you guys can drop a rating and review on the podcast platform of your choice and of course you can subscribe and ring that bell on youtube uh, we appreciate all of you guys for joining us have a wonderful rest of your week i said it right the first time this go around stay safe and so healthy proud of you <laughs> right stay safe and healthy and we will talk to you guys again next week goodbye Bye. Bye. i love you i love you we appreciate you listening to the show. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend about what we do. 